Welcome to the Coffee with Curls podcast, a place to have an honest conversation about everyday life with a side of knowledge and coffee. Tune in to a brand new episode. You're now listening to episode 21, season four, Messy, Texas. Hola, gente linda. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Coffee with Curls podcast. It is your host, Mimi, once again on this mic. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day. It's been such an interesting time. So I'm going to go right into it. (laughs) So let me just share this before I go into the whole conversation. Um, Your girl had recorded a whole episode. And at the time that I was putting together, there was nowhere to be found. It never saved. And sometimes, you know what, technology is like that. You know, I've experienced this. It's not good luck, of course, because... The last thing you want to do is record a whole new episode. We have such great content and you, because I, I do do, um, write like highlights of things that I want to talk, but everything that I, when I record is very authentic. So to re-record the same thing, it's not even possible, but because I like coming from a space of, um, going with the flow, right. Having a conversation. So that's what I'm going to do. And I'm doing it again. (laughs) So as you guys may or may not know, your girl lives in Texas, right? I live in Houston, Texas now. This is where I reside. And last week was insane. It was so um, hectic. It's probably the best word to use. So to give you guys context for you may or may not know, Monday, last Monday, probably was the coldest it's ever been. Me personally, I'm going to be living here in April five years. It's probably the coldest day I've ever been in Texas since moving here. So it went down to 16 degrees. And to be honest, of course, if you check the weather, then you knew that this was coming. So it wasn't a surprise per se. But the events that happened after was not expected. And so it got so cold to the point that, um, hell, you know what 16 degrees feels like? Listen, I'm from New York, so it gets cold. I'm used to weather, cold weather and all that stuff. But losing electricity was not expected at all. And a day after that followed, I lost water. So those events was definitely not expected. Okay. The cold weather, it kind of, it snowed a little bit. There was some ice, but it wasn't really like the snow itself. It probably snowed, um, about two inches of that. And there was definitely ice and the state is not prepared for that kind of weather. There's like no budget. It's not like in the North or places where it snows, there's a budget for that. So of course there's no salt throwing in the ground. There's no cleaning from, I live in an apartment complex uh, place where they didn't even throw salt on the ground or anything like that. So Texas is definitely not prepared for this kind of weather at all. And so that being said, that's one thing, but to lose power, it's another, it's for it to be the coldest day. 
out of 2021. It's insane. It was just crazy. And so I was trying to manage as much as possible. I am glad that my husband was, when he was a kid, he was part of the Boy Scouts because he was able to um, start a fire. We do have a fireplace, which it came handy. This is probably the first time I've used it in this whole time we've been living here. We never used this fireplace and honestly never thought it was going to, but I'm grateful for it. We was able to get a fire going temporarily because we weren't able to find enough like wood from like Home Depot or um, Lowe's. They had like wood chips he, he was able to get. And then we was using like twigs and things like that. Um, we were able to get some um, door flame, which helped start the fire going. But they had this thing for the future to know, um, a log that you can buy and it burns for an hour and a half. But those were sold out. You can find that anywhere. Of course, because a lot of people had the same idea. So the first night, like you could literally, it was so cold in the apartment that you can see your breath, like that cold type of cold. You didn't even have to put your food, like it, the stuff in the refrigerator, honestly, you could just put it outside. Just to be honest with you, you could put it outside and it would have been fine, you know, but I have an electric stove, so I couldn't really cook anything, you know? So now I'm into this whole, my mind went immediately into survival mode, right? Okay. What is necessary? What do we need to do? Being that, okay, now we don't have water. So there's no water to flush a toilet, to bathe or none of that good stuff. This is on the second day, which I'm going to go into in, in more in a bit. So that morning we wake up, we go to Home Depot, we try to buy more um, wood chips and stuff like that. Um, one good tip that I learned was if you get citronella candles, those last up to 40 hours. Those are the candles that you use for outside to keep bugs away. They have, um, they have them where you can buy them, the three wick joints. You get those, they last up to 40 hours, which is amazing. So we bought a few of those because the Glade and all the nice smelling scented candles, those don't really last that long. So, you know, this is time of survival. We got to think about what, what is necessary. So we end up going to the lumber section of Home Depot. And that's where they sell all size of wood that you can purchase. Now, what we learned was, which is a good tip as well, even if you get the really large ones, they're able to cut them down for you. So that was something we learned. You can get those, they'll chop them down for you and you can burn those, right? Because like I said, that door flame one, the log, you can find that anywhere. So we end up doing that. And on the second day, Tuesday, we lost water. So what I did not like about the apartment complex, which I thought was jacked up, they literally just sent a text. There was just like, it was like five something. Hey, FYI, we're going to cut down the water completely without giving anyone a chance to put something on the side, right? Because honestly, at that point, I think we were going to lose water because the second day wasn't as cold as the first. The second day was probably in the 30s, you know, probably 32. So I'm like, okay. And they're like, oh, because of freezing weather. I'm like, if you was going to do it, you should have done it on Monday. But regardless of the fact so I was only able to obtain like four containers of water, which was not enough at all. But because I had backup water, I was keep like, you know, gallons of water. I personally drink a lot of water. So I said, you know what? Okay, it'll be okay. I don't know how long this is going to last, but whatever. 
And then what I did, another thing that I had to do was go shop for like dry foods, like, you know, nuts, cashews, you know, protein bars, things like that. Because listen, I couldn't cook food. We have an electric stove and the fire that we was using wasn't like um, burning enough to make something. You know what I mean? So it got chaotic at the grocery store. I can just see people's eyes just like folks are freaking out. And I understand, right? Because aspiration hits and some people don't know how to manage this, you know? Um, And for me, like in New York, we dealt with um, blackouts in the summertime, which is the opposite, right? The extreme, the heat. But I don't know what it is without being with power. You know what I mean? That aspect of you don't know when you're going to get the power back. And also growing up with, you know, uh, my mom being from the Dominican Republic, there is a thing where half of the day there's no water and half of the day there's no electricity. And this is on a daily basis, you don't know when that's when you're going to get each whatever back. So I just thought about all the stuff that, okay, survivable, what is necessary, what we need to do to maintain. Because at this point, when you call the electric company, there was like no ETA at all. There was no ETA you would call and they had the same recording they've had. Um, the recording was basically saying, if you don't have power today, just don't expect it. So now you got that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like you just don't even know what's going on. And there were other people that had lost electricity prior, like Sunday night. And God, with no ETA, you just it's hard to plan things or know how long something's going to last when you don't even know what's going to get fixed, right? So that was frustrating. The grocery stores literally look like The Walking Dead in there. Half was lit. I went to one grocery store. The half the lights were gone. And before you walked in, the first thing they said, listen, there's only we're only selling dry foods. That's all we got. You know, um, there was no water. There was a sign, no water. And I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy, right? Because when we lost the water, I'm just like, how long are we gonna be without water now? And in TMI, I was in my cycle, so I'm not feeling comfortable. You know, I'm like, I need a full bath, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. You do a horse bath, you know, you wash your essentials. (laughs) And I did that because it needed to be done, you know. But the biggest issue that I had was how the state of Texas just failed us all. Because it wasn't like the electricity, the grid was damaged. It was more of people turning off the power. The power is the B in charge, sat there and made this decision. There wasn't a very good decision. And the explanation that was given to me was not good enough. You cannot, you have jeopardized people. And unfortunately, during this whole uh, mess, people passed away because they were trying to just stay warm. They were doing what they would, anything to maintain there was a situation where people were bringing in their grills and using charcoal to warm up their houses. And that caused carbon monoxide and people passed away. Fires happened. They, like a lot of the situation that happened afterwards could have been prevented. It didn't, we're playing on and off switch with the electricity. And we lost people due to the irresponsibility of these folks that are running this. 
And that was, I was really upset behind that. I'm I'm not even going to lie. I was just tight about that, you know? And people with without water, that lasted for even longer. There are places, like I know there are places in Dallas that saw like videos online of people whose apartment complex was like drenched in water, you know, pipes broken, just the damage of it all, you know? And it's crazy to see like this week where the weather's like pleasant, you wouldn't even have thoughts for one minute that that cold weather happened last week. It's like day and night. It's been in the 70s, you know? But to go back, for me, I automatically went into this survival mode. This kid from Brooklyn, okay, what do I need to do? We're going to survive, get through this. But once everything had passed and, you know, I got electricity, I got water, I had to really remind myself to get out of that survival mode because survival mode is has been part of my DNA for a long time. And I had to tell myself, listen, you're in a safe space. You're good. You got what you need. You got your necessities. And I had to really talk myself to go back to my present self because things are connected to you as um, that you've grown up with and no longer serves you can really hold you back. So that was something that I really had to talk myself through. And you know what? I'm blessed and I'm not complaining because... I just seen the damage that this has caused to people, you know, and it's hurtful. And we as the people have to really elect and vote out people that are not doing well by the state, you know. And, you know, I was just looking at some of the comments that folks were saying in regards to, oh, you know, if you was in this area, this would have happened. Listen, the way global warming is and how things are managing, this could have happened anywhere. Things are shifting. The world is changing and you just don't know, you know? Um, of course, um, this kind of added for me more to my survival skills stuff list that I personally have of things to have in case of, because, um, even living in Texas, I dealt with the craziness of Harvey and that taught me a whole different lesson. And I want to do an episode about that, like um, adding survival skills to whatever. It can happen anywhere, anytime. Nothing in life is guaranteed. This stuff is scary. But I try to be as prepared as possible as you can be. You know, one thing I did do was I started getting pulled from the uh, pool water. (laughs) Water from the pool area and putting it in my um, tank to flush. Listen, you got to do what you got to do, right? Just to get through. These are survival skills that can help at any point, you know. But I hope that everyone that's gone through this, um, that your guys are okay, you know, that send you a hugs, virtual hugs, because even through all this, we're going through a whole pandemic. There's a pandemic going on. And the stress of that is one thing. And then going through this can be very stressful, you know, and I hope that you start feeling safe again, you know, because in your mind, you're like, okay, I have to revert back to this to feel safe again, you know, um, be aware, but don't be afraid to continue and live, you know, and some people it's going to be hard because they lost. And I get that, you know, and I'm sending you my prayers for that because I know that it has to be hard, 
But yeah, this last week was crazy. I'm not going to lie. And I'm just blessed to be around, to talk about it. Um, I shared as much resources as I was able to on my Insta stories that I was able to find that can help in anywhere in the state of Texas. Because this wasn't just one area. This was the whole state of Texas. And I hope that everybody was able to re- to go back and get water, electricity, and get the resources that they needed to get through this, you know? So I wanted to share those things. Um, this is why I couldn't record last week or drop an episode because it was just too much going on, you know? And sometimes you got to step back. I'm like, uh-uh, got to take care of self. And um, there was a crisis going on. So I know you guys understand that. But I appreciate you guys for tuning in. But I also want to give a special little shout out to my little brother. Today is his 28th birthday, which is crazy. (laughs) I can't believe you're 28, but happy birthday. Wishing you the best and know that I love you very much. So guys, on to the next one. Have a blessed one. This week's affirmation is you deserve to take care of yourself. gorgeous people one last thing you can find the podcast on the following platforms apple podcast google podcast spotify breaker Castbox, overcast pocket cast and radio public you can listen to the podcast really on any platform that you prefer to listen to this episode or any of my episodes and one last thing uh leave us a review on itunes that's the way they can find us the more the reviews are on there the more the podcast gets to be seen as always i appreciate you guys and until the next one have a good one mm-hmm.